Welcome to our podcast inside SAP S4HANA. There's no customer success without product success and project success. Today, we talk about how SAP Partner Syntax accelerates companies around high-performance batteries and mobility business with SAP S4HANA Cloud Public Edition. My name is Mark Sörtelt and I'm honored to have Roman Freidel, Global Center of Excellence Leader, Manufacturing Industry and Director Pre-Sales from SAP Partner Syntax on the show today. Welcome, Roman, and how are you feeling today? Thank you, Marcus. Um, great to be on your show today. And it's pretty warm outside. We have 31 degrees already, 9 degrees Fahrenheit. How is the weather at home where you live? It's also very hot. We have about the same uh, temperature today. It rained a little bit this morning, but the temperature is climbing again. <laughs> Roman, I know you're an expert in uh, yeah, driving digital transformations in cloud ERP and digital manufacturing projects. And uh, before joining, actually consulting at the Syntax, you worked for an SAP customer. And uh, I know you like NASCAR. Um, what else would you like to share in our beginning? Yeah, my background basically starts in manufacturing. So I worked several years for SAP customers, global SAP customers in the automotive sector. I'm a motorsport enthusiast, like watch Formula One yesterday. And then, of course, NASCAR is also a passion from my side. And a little secret what I could tell you is this is my first podcast ever. And it's a new experience, but I'm also a little bit nervous, to be honest. Thanks for sharing, Roman. I did not notice that you actually were nervous. Maybe before we start to go further into the topic, you can say what Syntax stands for and what actually your company does. Thanks. Today, Syntax is a leading managed cloud provider for mission-critical applications. With our approach, we would like to act as a boutique at scale with offices worldwide and over a thousand customers across all business segments. Syntax has deep and diversified customer base with long-standing relationships. Developing companies and manufacturers, we can also call them gigafactories or high-performance battery cells and applications in the vehicle and mobility segment are becoming more and more strategically important in today's world. We can see improvements in charging capabilities, for example, or high temperature stability and safety. Also, maybe a lot of OEMs, so the original equipment manufacturers, have a big interest in becoming CO2 neutral, at least by 2030, with local production and supply of material with a low CO2 footprint. Can you maybe share your experience with us, how you see the market shifting, not only from the classical engine to battery cells, but maybe from the overall market perspective? So the global demand for batteries are increasing dramatically. If we see the forecast for 2030, it's just rapidly how quick those gigafactories has to, let's say, build up from the greenfield. And with a greenfield, I mean, building a new factory founding a joint venture, etc., where currently no manufacturing is ever. If we just see how quickly battery cell manufacture was established the last one or two years, this journey was just the beginning of what we saw. Also, what we see very often is that, especially with EV battery cells and module, the time to market is very crucial. What does it mean? So, in the past, if we talk about our classical big OEMs, they got long journey production implementations like creating a new car takes years of development until serious production. With the EV space, 
We talk about days at weeks and months. We don't talk about years anymore. Uh, how is this so different? So big OEMs, what we all know from the whole world, they founding joint ventures in order to start greenfield factories or they change their business dramatically. One of the best examples is one of our battery cell projects we've implemented last year. So comparison to the classical project implementation, we could say in average it was maybe six months of sales cycle and then maybe nine to 12 months of a project implementation. Nowadays, we talk about one to two months in sales and just 90 days of the whole project implementation. This was just possible because of a clear agile approach and focusing on standardization. And why is that very important? If we compare, for example, a typical OEM and how many variations or how many configurations you have in a German premium brand configuration, you can define six rims, 10,000 seat options, etc. If you go to the new EV companies, let's say the car companies, you maybe have 10 options. So that means also from that complexity, from the manufacturing process and from those options, they also go back to less complex manufacturing process in order to drive cheap manufacturing and to be more effective for us as a client. Maybe you can also give us more insights and in, in the important factor within the organizations. We heard at speed, maybe the size of the company. The important factor starts within the organization. If you think about a classical OEM with X factories um, around the globe and very complex processes and integration, the speed is just not within the innovation. Even if the company forgets all the internal topic, it would still not be fast enough. Also, the approach within the battery cell companies is different. One example is that they will focus on their key businesses, manufacturing battery cells modules, and not running an IT department with 50 or more employees. Currently, we have labor shortage, and for the future, it would not just be right to build up that big IT department just to manage IT systems. Therefore, it's very important to go with software as a service solution in order to be future-proofed and out-of-the-box ready for new requirements what will come from our customers' customers. Syntax has great success implementing SAP Asana Cloud Public Edition in the high-performance batteries market. Now, I'm asking myself and probably a lot of listeners, how do you do it? Uh, what is your secret that you're so successful? I think the secret sauce is our employees and the mindset of our employees, but I would like to give you our five golden rules in order to drive the journey of S4HANA public cloud implementation. One is, of course, the speed of the implementation by using standard processes, for example, known as best practice or submodel company. This is very important because SAP has over 800 standard best practice scenarios, what you could use out of the box. So why do you need to define a special process when there is a standard defined already for you? Second um, golden rule is you don't have any effort in the upgrades. You don't need to do a five-month project in your annual or bi-yearly updates. You will get in the past every quarter, nowadays you get it every half year, some updates. And just for example, within the February release, SAP gave customers over 600 new features, API, new best practices, where you as a company can use out of the box. So that means on Saturday, there will be the update performed by SAP. And on Monday morning, 8 a.m., you start work and 12 a.m. 
um, lunchtime you have the new process maybe already in your production system. I mean, this is now a little bit very easy speaking. The reality looks maybe a little bit different, but that's how cricket could be achieved. The third topic is that the business value-driven implementation of integrations and extensions. So that means we don't need every time an IT colleague for making a specification, for making that addition, add-on, etc. Because there are a lot of low-code, no-code add-ons available where you can build your own report, where you can create your own dashboard, where you don't need to make whatever a five-day specification and you basically have the job done in four hours by yourself. The fourth option is, of course, we could reduce our partner or SAP implementation efforts by reusing the capabilities, the best practice scenarios, because everything what we learn from a customer can be in a kind like reused, of course, not the specific for this company, but the overall achievement of S4HANA public cloud implementation is basically on the next project just accelerating because we already know how we've done it. We could reuse the standard um, documents and can basically accelerate even more. And the last point, we have multiple customer projects already live in less than 90 working days. And this is very important because we have defined within our agile approach that we have a step-by-step -step approach in order to hand over the existing features, what the customer AIA, for example, need um, to the business and then continue adding more and more features and functions in regards to standard best practice scope items. Those five golden rules help us to accelerate, to work with the customer, to onboard the customer and basically be rapid fast. Perfect, Roman. Thanks for sharing those uh, five golden rules. Very impressive. Uh, if we look at the most uh, technical challenges in your projects, um, how did you solve them together with your customers in the high-performance batteries market? What do you think SAP can still improve for SAP as Final Cloud Public Edition in that market segment? Looking back, five years since S4HANA Public Cloud was available in the old days called Essential, now public as the product name, I think SAP made significant effort and investment to make the product better. If we look back how we start with customers 19 and 20, we have probably no idea how we solve some of those critical things where there was no technical solution there back in the days. Nowadays, we just can smile and think about how do we solve it back in the days and there is now a standard solution. Since we started this journey with S4HANA Public Cloud, SAP delivered thousands of new features, APIs, best practices, helps us within all of our customer implementation because every customer who runs on the public option gets this new feature and functions. So that means some application or workaround we have implemented back in the days where we have not a technical solution and maybe now implemented in the standard of the SAP portfolio. And we could right now just basically remove the workaround and use it within the standard. One example is um, back in the days when we started with our customer smart press shop, there were not PRTs available for the production order. So that means we got a quick workaround and once 21, this feature was available generally for everyone in February. Then we basically just removed the workaround and we used the standard feature in less than two days. Um, also something where I think that SAP can improve is especially if we're talking about manufacturing companies 
And we have in Germany a lot of creative manufacturing from ETO engineering to order, to make to order, to configure to order. All kinds of processes are there. And especially if we're talking about high-performance batteries, maybe in the beginning there is only one form factor and one battery to prove that you can assemble and manufacture the battery and the quality. But in a very short term, you will get more and more complexity and new form factors where you need a PLM system in order to map the design and, of course, the manufacturing. And therefore, I would like to point out two things. One is, of course, the full engineering to order support, where we have order complex and VIP changes, etc. And of course, one of my favorite features is the external PLM integration. Looking forward to get my hands on the test system to see what will be shipped out with the new release. But this is, let's say, one feature where currently the customer landscape maybe got an SAP PLM, maybe an external. But now with this feature of connecting external PLMs, you have the full flexibility and process integration from design to manufacturing and later on, of course, to shipping like supporting the complete process designed to operate. Roman, I, I also learned that at a later phase, you implemented SAP Digital Manufacturing. What are the main processes or capabilities that are used with our product and what is the best approach for fast and successful implementation there for the high-performance battery industry? Thanks that you mentioned the SubDM product. One of our sweet spot is, of course, the combination of S4HANA Public Cloud in combination with SubDM and other um, apps like SubSAC or QER, because we define ourselves as a boutique at scale, where we can help our customers with our deep knowledge, especially of integration top floor to shop floor. And very important, since we made the journey from the on-prem to the cloud world, the UI looks more or less the same. We have Fiori overall within all the apps, so that means a unique user experience for a shop floor worker is very important because why do I need to log into five different systems if I have one job? We can't explain this to the colleagues. So therefore, it's important that maybe an app is in S4 to be executed. Another app, for example, is the DM sector executed and talking about, especially for battery cells, in the future, every battery cell company in the world has to follow the battery passport, which is a kind like a ID from the mine to the OEM and back to recycling. So that means it's like your Facebook of the batteries, your diary, everything what will be assembled, raw material, etc., has to go in. And therefore, it's very important because the machine who builds that products with the chemicals, with the raw materials, this will be a high-speed production process. So that means there will be no human being interacting Everything will be serialized and all of those data will be collected via the SubDM application, will be then forwarded, of course, to the S4HANA cloud in order to have the data for shipping, etc. start. And maybe all the data goes to the Catena X or other battery apps what will be developed nowadays. And therefore, it's very important to have the combination to support your enterprise with the S4HANA public and, of course, to support your shop floor with the SubDM. You said it nicely from top floor to shop floor. Um, let's move from there more on the subject of extensibility. 
And how do you handle extensibility in your projects? Maybe not even only in uh, your high-performance batteries projects, but also in other SAPs for high cloud public edition implementations. Something what was a myth in the past and probably still in a lot of brains, basically like engraved. The myth is that S4HANA Public Cloud only works for small companies. It's not flexible enough for my needs. We can't modify this. It's not that flexible and modifiable as a classical S4 implementation or also known as S4HANA um, Cloud Private Edition. If we talk about this, I think my clear is absolutely different because since last year, especially when SAP released a lot of new and on or extension possibilities, my view is clear. If you want to have a state-of-the-art cloud ERP, there is no way why not put S4HANA cloud for your future ERP system. If we're looking to the innovations and the cycles, what SAP put in, I think this would be my horse where I put my money on. If we compare it to NFL, we talked about sports earlier, Marcus. Yes. If we talk about S4, this is Tom Brady. A very good quarterback, you will probably win everything. But as for Hana Cloud, is maybe Pat Mahomes. So that means, yes, he won the Super Bowl. Maybe you throw some interceptions, what means not everything is perfect at the beginning. But every year when we grow, the product will be better. And therefore, you need sometimes some creativity to use some fields what are existing. One example is, for example, if we talk about logistics, and we have a fixed handling unit because we have an engraved number on our handling units. Problem in the standard is you create a handling unit and the system will automatically create a dynamic handling unit number for us or for the client. How did we help? We basically created a handling unit with the random number, what was created, and we created a planned maintenance equipment number. And this planned maintenance equipment number will be fixed every time. And then we map the handling unit and the encryptment number together that we have the fixed number what is engraved at the handling unit physically and we have the variable number what was generated by the system. So we could use all the standard apps. We have a lookup table for the real engraved number and everyone was happy. So that means customer was happy, we were happy and this workaround costs us a couple of days of work and let's say brain knowledge and basically it solved exactly customer needs. Nevertheless, we also find out that some of those apps are maybe not just specific for one customer, where we put in some syntax IP in order to help customers to be better, faster, etc. And I would like to point out three apps, what we have created in the past and what will be enhanced every quarter, basically, um, with new features and functions. The first one, we call it internally Logismo. This is a BTP app what makes every logistics worker's day tasks easier. We have created a very intuitive mobile screen optimized for mobile barcode scanners. We use the Fiori, but our big buttons are basically triple size of the normal Fiori buttons you know from the UIs. This also helps um, support by using those devices, basically driving on a forklift, and of course wearing a glove where you maybe need bigger buttons because you don't hit the detail button perfect. The second app is that we have also some customers. They basically, after the end of the manufacturing run, they need to confirm the yield and scrap within the sub-DM application. 
They also need to do the logistics booking and probably also have a quality inspection by end of the day. So that means the reality would be that you have four apps, DM, S4HANA, EWM, and maybe a quality app. What we have done with this small app is that we create a small app. You scan this physical handy unit with a barcode, in our case for scanning. Then you have a single button of confirming the good parts. If you want to confirm basically a quality, you need to basically check the radio button from value one to value two and also press this button. So that means it's very intuitive also for high-speed manufacturing in order to do all the material bookings within the system with basically one scan and one click. The last point is basically integration as for HANA public cloud within the Microsoft ecosystem. With this, I want to talk about, for example, integration of workflows, approval of transports, approval of budget, etc., whatever you have as a workflow defined. Even we can do the side-by-side, -side, so that means you can create a record in system A and can confirm or approve or deny um, this in the software B and then vice versa. And with those, let's say, acceleration package, we combine basically SAP products like SubDM, like S4HANA Public Cloud with Teams, Outlook or other products of the Microsoft suite. Very good, very impressive. You as SAP partner, if you had a wish from SAP or in your opinion, where should SAP invest a lot of its money in SAP S4HANA Cloud Public Edition? What is your point of view? I have two wishes. One wish is for all of our customers who listen to podcast and one wish, of course, for SAP. So my wish for all the customers is take that risk to move your existing ERP, whatever it is, an SAP ERP or non-SAP ERP, and take the risk to move to S4HANA Public Cloud. As I said, this is for me absolutely strategic cause where I would put my money on and then work very closely with SAP and Syntax together to close those gaps or identify those gaps. So we have a lot of projects. We have a very close relationship where we work with the sub-development together to understand What are the gaps? Are those gaps on the roadmap? Can we wait one or two releases or can we bring this release onto the sub-roadmap? This is very important because our lessons learned was absolutely that SAP is open to discuss very creatively with the customer to find also solutions for those gaps and then also solve it within the project lifetime. My second wish for SAP, where I hope that SAP invests a lot of money As you, as you asked before, Marcus, I would like to have complexity reduction. I don't want to talk about products or integration scenarios. Basically, if we talk about scheduling, just scheduling of orders, of parts, of labor, of whatever, there are currently a lot of products in the market, sub or non-sub, and currently some of those products have also an overlap or also a feature restriction. My wish for the future is that we simplify or SAP simplify this to make it easier for the customer to jump on. And of course, for SAP to save development resources. Thanks for your feedback. Most of the high performance batteries companies are new to SAP as they are startups. And um, how is your feedback uh, from your customers on user experience? Do they like to work in SAP S4 HANA Cloud Public Edition? If we talk about the let's say, new customers. I mean, the persons are not new. Even if it's a startup, they're not just hiring young colleagues from the university with no experience. 
the people have also some experience from their previous job, maybe with or without SAP as an ERP system. Um, I think the way of getting trained into the S4HANA public cloud, especially since last August when SAP released the Horizon theme, the way of how to work within the apps and the information comes to you is absolutely different than if you worked in the past with the ECC and you know every T code basically out of the box and you typed it in. So therefore, the people demand this new UI. And from my point of view, SAP, especially with the UI, have to be as easy as an Apple iPhone. That means there should not be a manual available because everyone knows intuitive how to work with it. By the way, Marcus, have you ever found out if Apple has a manual for their phones? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. I've never used one. Because it's that easy. And that's also important for moving forward. It has to be easy, no manuals, no 10 clicks, that everyone can use it. Very good. <laughs> Let's keep this in mind. Uh, before we come to the end, uh, one last question. If you had one wish, what would it be? Thank you, Marcus. Um, from my side, no open questions. I basically throw it out a second ago with my manual idea. I think all the investments, what we saw at the Sapphire, also with the new AI integration, I think my last wish would be that if we can combine this new AI technology and the SAP technology to do like, hey, SAP, can you show me where I lose money? What is the highest demanding cost center? as one idea. And the system shows you exactly, well, Roman's pre-sale cost center is the highest cost center in the company. You need to look at labor. Just one example. Another idea is, can you please create a report for me with the sales figures of the last quarter? And I would like to point out the top 10 customers. And the system automatically builds you that report and you just have to say, save. Sounds very good. Uh, I like your creativity. I like your ideas. Um, I really enjoyed this uh, podcast with you. Thank you so much, uh, Roman, again for your great insights today. Markus, thanks also from my side. It was great to talk to you about battery, S4HANA, Syntax and SAP. Thanks, Roman. And as always, uh, feel free to drop us an email via insights4 at sap.com and let us know which topics are of your interest. Tune in next time and be inside SAP S4HANA.